Here at the chamber, we love Natchitoches. Meat pies, steel magnolias, Christmas lights, they're all signature to our historic town. But you know what really makes Natchitoches special? The amazing people who choose to live and work right here. And that's who we're going to talk to. I'll give you the highlights of what's going on in town, and then we'll take a minute to chat with some of our favorite people. These are the folks who are actively working toward making Natchitoches a thriving community, and they've got some cool things to share with you. And who am I? I'm your host, Mags, the Chamber Event Coordinator at the Natchitoches Area Chamber of Commerce. Joining me today on Chamber Chat is much-loved local Senator Louis Bernard. For over two decades, he served as Clerk of Court for Natchitoches Parish. Then, in 2019, he was elected state senator representing District 31. And we're back to Chamber Chat. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I am joined today by my third podcast guest, a friend of mine, Mr. Louis Bernard. Mr. Louis, how you been? Good morning, Maggie. How are you doing today? Oh, I am doing great. We're all we're all coping with. Uh... Probably the most unusual situation that's ever occurred down here. I, I, I'm new, but I talked to people that have been down here for uh, 54 years, and Francis Thompson's a representative who uh, is, uh, I see him all the time, and I said, Francis, have you ever seen anything like this? And he said, no, this is, this is breaking new ground. So we're all trying to deal with it, Maggie. I can only imagine. Tell me what it's been like for you as a freshman senator in 2020, COVID-19, Louisiana. Well, you know, normally you would have come down here and in the afternoons or when everything was over, you would uh, go to some patio and have a sandwich. And that's where you really get to talk to people and get to know people. So I think that's been an extreme disadvantage. Uh, We're we're pretty much limited to seeing each other, you know, at the Capitol and maybe on the way back to wherever we stay. But as far as gathering and kicking things around and getting to know people, that's been diminished by by this environment and, and it's, it's very regrettable but um, another thing I think that's probably uh, different or regrettable is that uh, you know I believe in, in, in whenever there's whenever there are issues to be discussed and there certainly are down here you, you have all different different kinds of views on it and everybody ought to be able to have their day in court. They ought to be able to come and say what they have to say. And I think we've been diminished a little bit there because some people who would have come for whatever the issue uh, simply haven't because they're, they're afraid to come. You know, some of them have uh, spouses that have conditions, underlying conditions, and they're afraid of coming down here and maybe getting something and then going back home. So it's understandable. And uh, even the ones that are down here, when you walk in a committee room, Maggie, it's uh, you have all those rows of chairs, but they're all blocked off now except for every other one. There's two or three seats available on every row, and you know that really diminishes the number of people that can come. So the president, uh, I think to his credit, allowed for a big room across the hall where people can go in and watch it on screen anyway. Yeah. And uh, we, we just tried to, uh, you know, we just tried to take a lemon and make lemonade. And uh, we were all thrilled on Monday when the governor uh, went into phase one. And I know all the businesses were glad for that, even though 
know some of them still can't operate and i uh, i regret that so much but the businesses uh, have just been really affected and um, you know that better than i yes we've definitely seen that here with the chamber um and it's heartbreaking you know everything that's happened um, do you have any words of encouragement or advice for some of the businesses that are tuning into this? Well, I, I think tough times don't last. Tough people do. And I know our businesses are tough. And I know they're going to look back on this one day and, and say, you know, if we came through that, we can come through anything. And there, there is stimulus money. And I don't, I don't represent that as being the answer and the cure-all for all of this. But it, it, it's at least some help that has uh, come from congress to be able to do that and there may be there may be more coming we just we just don't know but businesses have been more than patient and uh, my prayer is that with us going back maggie that we go back smart we don't go back like we were in january abandoning all forms of social distancing and shaking hands and whatever we need to go back smart because the last thing we would want to do is to have the governor have to make another order based on medical statistics and numbers that we have to go back to do any of this that we've been doing so i'm very optimistic about it i think we're going to be fine and i think that the report that he'll make uh in june will hopefully allow us to go into uh, into phase two good well, I just want to touch base with you, too, and ask you, what are some of the key issues that businesses should pay attention to in this session? Well, you know, if I was a business or if I was a restaurant, I would certainly be paying attention to legislation uh, uh, that limits their liability. I mean, if somebody comes in their restaurant and they, uh, you know, file suit later that they got sick or got the COVID virus in their restaurant, I, I think... I think restaurants uh, certainly have to be, and businesses, I think they have to be cognizant of what they need to do to ensure a safe environment for the public to come in. But I sure don't think that they ought to be subjected to uh, 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 the people that would come in and claim that they got this. Um, I think if they're doing everything they're supposed to do, then they, they ought to have limited liability in that in that regard. And uh, just you know, not only the, uh, the restaurants, but the, but the businesses and uh, banks, anybody. Uh, and I think we all are going to do that. I think the businesses are going to going to take care of uh, wiping things down and being yes. a little more cautious than we were before. I think we're all going to do that, Maggie. I've never not shaken hands with anybody in my life, and that's real. That's a real uh, effort to see people every day and not shake hands with them. But that's just the way things are right now. One of the things that uh, that I, I think is worth looking at too is uh, Senator Mizell has broadband a broadband bill, and um, I've talked with her about that. And you know, those things always are amended, and they never end up the way you intend them. But just generally speaking, we tell our kids at school that they if they go online, we can do distance learning and whatever. And we both know that there's a lot of kids that don't have computers, and then some that do don't have access because they don't have broadband coverage so broadband is a big topic down here now that i think is going to receive a lot of funding from both state and federal level to try to increase that uh, increase that coverage but the focus of businesses i think right now ought to be 
if when we go back, let's do it in a way that prevents us from having to go back to any restrictions that we had before. And the way the chambers could help, uh, of course, you're already doing, Laura's doing a super job of that, is keeping them informed about things that are going on. And, uh, for example, there's a U.S. Chamber uh, virtual host hosting small businesses this Friday, tomorrow. And that would be interesting for businesses to, you know, look up and go online and just see if they could see what they could gain from that. But I, I think the focus of businesses now needs to be to get everybody to go back and do the right thing, continue to do the right thing and not consider the phase one as a carte blanche to do like we did in January. Yes, definitely. Well, Mr. Louie, that about wraps us up for today, but there's one thing that I always want to ask my podcast guests. Um, what is your favorite thing about Natchitoches? Oh my gosh, that <laughs> list would be so long. You know, I, I was driving the other day. I was coming down under the scene, you know, where Steel Magnolias opened up, the scene of the oaks on uh, uh, going out Williams Avenue. I was coming back toward town from, from that direction. And when I got down to right down there where that S curve is, I just looked across and saw that venue. That is just something that no place in this state can boast. We have such a, a venue down there now that is the envy of the state with the new stage and the improvements on the riverbank. It's just an ideal location for people to come and, and have something to attract them to. And I think that's a favorite thing about Natchitoches, but it always ends up being the people and the people that reach out and touch and, and invite you in and make you feel welcome. I think that's the key to our city and we've got the best people in the world doing that. I got to tell you, Mr. Louie, I think that's the best answer I've ever had. That was so <laughs> well, well said. It's a true answer. It's a true answer. I agree. Well, thank you so much for joining us for the podcast today. Um, I know you're a busy man, so I really appreciate you taking the time to do this interview. I know everybody's excited to hear from you. It, it was my pleasure. Maggie, I forgot something. Let me let me make sure that everybody okay. knows. Connie Melder is my legislative aide, and her our office is at 431 Jefferson. The number is 357-3116. That's 357-3116. Connie has been invaluable in helping people to get their unemployment, to get their stimulus money, to help with Medicaid issues that come up. Nobody will ever know how many people there are out there that call about that. So I appreciate Connie so much, and I regret that all of this situation has prevented us from having a, an open house where people can come by and, and see Connie. Of course, they know Connie already, but she's doing mm -hmm. a terrific job, and I'm, I'm grateful, and, uh, and, and it, I'm, I'm lucky to have her. Okay, yes, sir. And we will have that information posted with the podcast as well. I will go ahead and list that number, Miss Connie's information, so um, people can get in contact with her if they need to. Great. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Louie. Thank you, Maggie. It was my pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that's all we have for you today, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this third episode of Chamber Chat. To learn more about how you can feature your business story or news on Chamber Chat, visit nactischamber.com slash chamberchat. And don't forget to give us a subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts.